Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Once upon a time, I was falling in love. Now I'm only falling apart. There's nothing I can do. I'll totally chip chip a roo. <laughs> oh my god. I love that song so much. Did I just ruin it for you? A little bit. A little bit. I really wanted, like, there was such an opportunity to say fart. And uh, I think. I mean, in the song originally. <laughs> Come on. I just. I think Gene. This fictional character is just like, you had your chance and you ruined it. You blew it. Um, Chip Chipperoo, everyone. Hello and hello, welcome. Hello, hello. Have you ever seen the uh, the old like YouTube video of um, Total Eclipse of the Heart? Like the, um, of course I have. What is it? Like it's like the... She's like... They sing what they're doing in the video yeah. to, the, to the lyrics of the song. Yeah. It's the best. Uh, and it's like go, that creepy mansion. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to post it in the show notes because everyone needs to go watch that. It's, it's so, so funny. Good. Already sidetracked. We are here. We're ready for some more Bob's Burgers. We're ready for some more end credits. I'm ready for this fantastic episode, to be honest. I am too. But before we get into the fantastic episode, we have some fantastic new patrons to thank. Ooh, exciting. And we have to burger upon their names. Let's do it. I can't wait. First up, we have to thank Thania Gonzalez. Thania, moving forward. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Um, if I'm not, I don't know if the burger pun's going to work, but you can come tell me and I'll do we'll it all over it. again. I yes. do not, yeah. The Thania Arugula Pranzales Burger. Wow. We got arugula. We got prawns. Oh, it sounds good, doesn't it? Next up, we have to thank Chrissy Belzoni. Chrissy, moving forward, you will be known as the Crispy Calzoni Burger, which sounds delicious. It sounds delicious. Ben from Parks and Rec would just wreck that burger. Does Ben love calzones? I don't yes. remember that for some reason. Yes. I always think of the Seinfeld episode with the calzone uh, oven where Kramer gets his pants heated up 
Oh, I don't remember that one. And then he always smells like calzones. Not a bad thing. Yeah. I, I Hey, make make a cologne with that or a deodorant and I will wear it. Okay. Thank you to the two of you. We're so excited to have you join us. If you would like your name Burger Pund on the podcast right here, I'll do it. And access to our extra 20-something episodes and our wonderful Discord, which is our chat room community. Sign up at patreon.com slash bobscredits. Can't wait to see you over there. Any other business to discuss before we get into a little uh, Bob pun or Max pun? No, unless you want to treat yourself and go take a look at our shop. We won't go on about it. By now, you have seen it on our socials. You are falling in love. It's love at first sight. Go shop. Bobscredits.com slash shop. Such good merch up there right now. Skylar's wearing a shirt right now. I am. In full honesty, this is the only comfy shirt I had access to at this point because we're in between washers. Yeah, we're, we've been waiting a little while for but our washers. But it's really comfortable. You heard it here, folks. Comfy shirts. <laughs> Bobscredits.com slash shop. All right. Are you ready Let's for a little bob pun or max pun? Puns. Okay. Well, I know you said burger puns, but I decided to switch it up this <gasps> week. Really? Yeah. Keep things a little uh, spicy, if you will. Ooh. So this is going to be called Bob's pun or Max pun. Okay. Because normally it's Bob pun or Max pun because Bob creates the puns. But this is a Bob's burgers pun because I'm going to do the store next door. So it's oh. the Bob's crew creating the pun or did Max create it? Okay. Okay, I got this. Let's do it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is you, so exciting. Right. Just shake it up a little bit. Your first pun is, let's hear it for the toys. Max. Yes. Your next pun is, bidets and confused. Bob's. Yes. Your next pun is, souvenir far wherever you are. Bob's. Max. And your final pun is? Wait, what's the shop, though, for that one? Souvenir souvenir shop. Souvenir Souvenir shop. Souvenir far wherever you are. Yeah, but their taglines normally incorporate the pun. Souvenir. No, but like, what was the first one you said? Like the... Let's hear bidets. it for the toys. Bidets and confused. Yeah. So it would be like for like senile bidet shoppers. Bidets for beginners is what they called it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Souvenir far okay, wherever you are. You're Maybe good. it's like a travel souvenir shop. Oh. Wherever you are. That's it. There you, go. you got it. And your final pun is drag me to gel. Gel, G E L. Hair supplies. Bob's? Yes. Oh, you almost did it again. I'm that one. stuck here. That one. And I thought you were definitely going to get Souvenir Far Wherever You Are. Because we sing Celine Dion You know I love Celine Dion. We love Celine. Uh, I remember love- how she like hits her chest when she sings? Do I remember how she hits her chest? <laughs> like Marky Mark and Fear? <laughs> Skylar's laughing because we just watched Fear recently. And she has not known that, like, slapping his own, smacking his own chest reference. That was a wild 90s ride. Whoa. If you have not seen Fear with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon, 
go watch it, especially Whoa. recently. Recently. Um, Reese. Yep. Yeah, recently. Okay, back to Celine Dion. I love her reinvention. She is just in this like singledom, I am fabulous phase of her life, and I just love her. She's really funny, too. I just love her. All right. Welcome to the uh, Celine Dion Appreciation Podcast. Oh, my gosh. I feel like so many characters in the Bob's world would appreciate Celine Dion. I think the entire family would find a thing to appreciate about Celine Dion, honestly. Yep. Bob would dance to Celine Dion solo mm-hmm. while he's drinking. Gene mm-hmm. uh, would put her songs into every one of his songs. Sample he would, them. He would reference her oh, frequently. Oh, I think the reference is where it's at. Um, Tina, are you kidding me? Tina would... She loves a love song. Yeah. Uh, Louise, I'm I'm struggling with a bit why she would love Celine Dion. I think some of her fashion choices are a little, like, wild, so I could see. I you could can see, see like, Celine Dion sporting uh, pink bunny ears, just randomly, Ma- in one of her maybe. Vegas shows. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, like, diamond-encrusted pink bunny ears, I don't know. All right, on from Celine Dion. I did not think we were going to end up in, like, a Celine Dion, Bob's Burgers Why? connection Why? Here when we sat down today. Have you heard this podcast? Yeah, you're right. We get there. You're right. Let's get into the episode, shall we? Um, excusez-moi. Oh, sorry. I keep forgetting. It's time for... We don't have to do one today. No, yeah. Skylar Sides, colon, fun facts before the fun facts. Dish it, girl. Oh, we swapped. We swapped today. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about something that we've briefly touched on, but I want to bring some more concrete info about it. All right. So I recently learned that most animated shows record their dialogue completely separately. Each character records separately. One of the main reasons for this is that animation in particular is on a crazy fast production schedule. So Movies compared to television, television is a much faster pace, but then within TV to animation, I believe animation is even at a faster pace. So that's why they record separately. But the Bob's Burgers cast is one of, is might be the only one of the few shows that actually records together. And that is why they have so much improv in the show which is rare and unique to the show. And do you want to guess what scene was improved? It's one of your favorite most beloved scenes of the show. The Gene, little Gene? Yes. I was little Gene. Little Bob, Gene is little Bob. Travel size Bob. That makes sense to me. Yes. Because it's like you can't write that the way they're all kind of like talking over each other necessarily. Exactly. So the scene is there. It was supposed. Uh, yeah. Christian Shaw said the scene was supposed to be, you know, you know really short. Mm-hmm. It was Louise like gluing the hair to his arms and help helping Jean do this makeover, and then it became a whole family scene talking over each other. And 
Um, should we play a little bit so people can hear or oh, move on? Total, any excuse to play that scene, I'll, I'll I play it. You're my family and I love you, but you're terrible. You're all terrible. I don't say that. Well, that's all you no. say. You kind of do. Unbelievable. Gene. Bob. All right, enough. Enough. I'm not doing this. Yes, you are. No, I, oh my uh, God. Oh, he's God. really good. Uh, he's good. Oh. He's not good, uh, Lynn. He's not good, Lynn. He's good. I don't know. Gene. I like what? Bob. Lynn. Lynn. What? Gene. Lynn. Lynn. I'm leaving. Oh, he's so cute. Stop following me. Stop following me in front. Oh, perfection. What a scene. So it really, if you're wondering, like, why is this show so much better than other cartoons? This is another, they have very talented comedians. There's, like, chemistry here. It's it's amazing. Anyway, so if you're on your 100th watch of Bob's Burgers, I'll give you a little assignment Really listen in to conversations because you can tell when they're starting to improv. It just becomes very, like, flowing. You can't really see the script on the page anymore. Yeah, um, it's not like line, line, line. It's hit talking over each other line. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, pay attention to that. I love that. Should we get into the episode? Yes. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season six? Episode 13, please. The title is Wag the Hog. When Critter calls Bob from prison on a butt phone and asks him to sell his bike for bail, Bob begrudgingly says yes. Critter is trying to go on the straight and narrow path after all, starting a non-crime job later that afternoon. The kids are totally down to help their dad sell the bike, and of course, everything goes wrong, including a preppy accountant type stealing and damaging the bike. Meanwhile, Linda babysits Sidecar, Critter's offspring, and well, they all warned her, Sidecar goes all monster when he doesn't get his nap. This episode came out on April 10th, 2016. It was written by Holly Schlesinger and directed by Brian Loschiavo. That reminds me of the TV show Losa Spookies. Oh, that's a good show. That's a fantastic show. Where is season two, people? HBO Max. Go watch it. Very original. So good. I don't know why I'm talking like a robot. Okay, this episode. Tell me about it, Skylar. I had no idea that I needed another Critter episode until I watched this yesterday. I love Critter. He is delightful. I love Mudflap. She is delightful. And Little Sidecar is a handful. Delightful. Does he have like a little mullet going on? Kind of, yeah. It looks like that's kind of the style they're going for with him. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I think on like a line by line base, everything was making me laugh. It was hysterical. And I love the two different storylines. And I think one of my favorite like Bob's Burgers tropes is Bob having to do something out of his comfort zone and out of his skill set and the kids tagging along and helping him making fun of him it is so fun yeah it's always comedic gold his back sweating pushing the bike louise sitting on the handlebars it's just lovely i love when the one-eyed snakes come back for appearances we have the continuity of critter's vest that's been stitched together so in the episode when mudflap gives birth to sidecar in the restaurant his vest gets ripped in that fight, I believe. I believe. It's in that scene. And so the next time we see Critter, 
he stitched it up. And so you can see two different shades of fabric on his vest. And they did not forget that continuity fact when we see Critter again in this episode. It's actually like a a memory, a flashback, because we don't see him in his one-eyed snakes outfit um, or uniform costume. I don't think they want it to be called a costume. Yeah, it can be a costume. <laughs> Outfit, yeah. Um, like, gear, maybe. Gear. That's a good gear. one. Gear. Manly stuff. <laughs> vest. Leather vest. Because he is no longer part of the One-Eyed Snakes. Yeah, he's trying to kind of separate himself a little bit. A lot. A lot of it. A lot. He's, he wants to raise his son properly. Yeah. Which is also adorable. I just love the breakfast scene where Bob's like trying to put up a boundary and the kids are like, oh, it's Critter. Yeah. They're so excited whenever these like. um, Criminals. Criminals. Yeah. I guess Muslim or criminals come into their lives like Mickey and shake things up. And this is a Bob seems to be the go to guy for getting calls from prison. I think. I love it. Let me start throwing some fun facts at you. Mm -hmm. The title do you know what the title is re- a reference to? No. Um, Wag the dog. So I think initially it's a political term. Okay. And it's the act of creating a diversion from a damaging issue, usually through military force. It's probably more of a reference to the 1997 movie Wag the Dog. Okay. Which starred Dustin Hoffman and Robert De Niro. Wow. But that movie was about faking a war in Albania to distract from a presidential sexual scandal, which was very of the time in the it 90s, was obviously. of the time. Okay, so how does that apply to the episode? I think it's just... The hog is the bike. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think the the theme ne- necessarily applies. I think it was just a pun. Okay, got it, got it. Because um, there is, it's just trying to get this bike from one place to another and getting it sold and making sure the transaction is complete. Yeah, yep. there's no like distracting or anything. Mm-hmm. If you want to stretch it, Linda's trying to distract the fact that she's not actually this child's mother. Linda would, yeah. Linda would claim this child as her own. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's talk about guest voices on this episode. Please. Okay. We get a lot of the cast members from Reno 911 in here. Okay. In this, in this episode okay. specifically. First of all, Critter's back. So we get Robert Ben Garrett, who. I love Critter. Yeah, who you'd probably recognize if you saw him. And Mud. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Mudflap is back. Wendy McClendon Covey, who was also on Reno 911. But okay. she. 910 or 911? Reno 911. She's also from Bridesmaids. She's in oh. the Goldbergs. She's the oh, blonde. blonde. Yeah. Oh, very, very love funny. Her. Thomas Lennon, who does the voice in this episode of Kenny. Yes. The guy who's buying the bike initially, who sounds a lot like Sasha Whiteman. And, and I even said, looks. Yeah. And I even said to you, that's the same voice as Sasha Whiteman. That's not the case. Oh. They just sound very much alike. Uh, John Daly to Sasha Whiteman. Thomas Lennon does this, this oh. voice. Um, but Thomas Lennon has done a voice before. He's the TV host, Chuck Charles, who is the TV host okay. from Beef Squatch. Oh, okay. Multiple appearances. Okay. I'm sorry to throw all these names at you. There is a lot of names. <laughs> I'm losing air. I think I'm going to pass out. I've gone blackout. I'm, I've, I'm losing air. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <sighs> Woohoo! How did you feel about the account, the like, preppy men who like want to be cool like these bikers i think it's a trope for a reason it's i think so it's funny. a very funny look hey i'm getting to uh my midlife i think so maybe that'll happen to me soon i just thought about it like i think also rich people do this like you get to a point in what I what I experience from watching celebrities and rich people is they get to a certain point where they're really rich that you have to like seek out thrills and like other hobbies that are completely different from what you normally would. Yeah. You and, know but what I mean? It's like specifically like going to space. Yeah, specifically it's like all the stuff they kinda like turn their noses up is turn their noses up. Yes. Turn their noses up at. Like uh, they're like Oh, these criminals and the, yeah. the living, living, you know, on the poorer end and not taking care of, you know, your lifestyle and not saving your money and all that stuff. All of a sudden they're like, this is the way to live, man, when they get to a certain <laughs> age. 
it reminds me of Danny DeVito's character in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he first comes, he gets yes. introduced. He's this really wealthy, pretty corrupt businessman. But he's like, no, I want to live... In the squalor. Yeah, yeah. I want to live with Charlie in this disgusting apartment, and I just want to waste my money on stupid things and, and blow my cash, and let's do it, you know, and... As the series goes on, he gets deeper and deeper into it, and he's nowhere near how he started out. But that's I think so that's fun. the perfect example of yeah. of it. Exactly. I also just like how they're like. <laughs> I love the part where he's like critter calls and wants to talk to him, and he's like, "Do I look? Do I look cool? Do I look cool?" Yeah, exactly. Like he's they 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 want to impress these guys who they kind of like society has looked down on or yeah. they've looked down on. To get to where they've gotten. I want to mention one more voice thing. This is the only season six episode without a single Teddy appearance. Oh, Sad, right? Kind of miss him. And he. I feel like you could have squeezed him in somewhere in there. I didn't miss him, though, until you just said it right now. And then I missed him. Yeah. He's always a presence, even if he's not oh, there. Oh, you know what, it, what would have been great is if... Because they took the day off from the restaurant like linda is at what is it hot toddies or something like that yeah and bob and the whole and all the kids are out i think they've done this a little bit in a different episode i kind of just want him to like be waiting there at the restaurant in the sun just like moving over him yeah you have to assume basically if they close the restaurant against their like normal routine yeah which that it throws teddy off yes Anytime that's happening, yeah, uh, poor Teddy shows up and he's he freaks out. A call he, to his therapist for sure. Yeah. That being said, Larry Murphy Jr. still does a voice on this episode. He is Ice Pick, who is one of the um, one-eyed snakes. He's like a taller mohawk, bald guy. Carl takes a selfie with them. He's the one that has most of the dialogue. Yeah. I thought that selfie moment was so funny when he was like, that's not a good angle. And then they're like swiping through. I agree. Do you want to listen to it real quick? Oh, sure. Just so we can hear Larry Murphy Jr. Before you kick us out, can I just get a couple of selfies with you guys? Okay, just don't get my double chin. (laughs) Hold hold the camera up like this. You hold it up. And gooseneck and click. So that's Ice Pick there. Yeah, Larry Murphy Jr. I'm so glad we went back to listen to that because you can hear it's his voice, but he he really, it is very different from Teddy. I love that. I love hearing these characters who are like so familiar with get to do different voices on this show. Everyone except for Dan Mintz, as we've mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about the episode before I dive into yeah. to kind of like our final fun facts? Tell yes. me. Tell me. We both laughed out loud at this. Tina has one of my favorite parts of this episode. I think we're going to have to play it too we have because to. we're not going to do it justice. No, we have to. So there's mention of a horse. The preppy guy Carl steals the bike and is hiding it in his backyard and he says it's a horse shall we no one believes it tina doesn't believe it but doesn't not believe it right there's hope there's hope there there's hope there always hope if there's a horse involved anyway let's play our favorite moment uh i don't know what bike you guys are talking about oh yeah then what's the motorcycle shaped lump in your backyard ah that's not a motorcycle oh it's not what is it then my uh horse come on that is my outlaw hog hey 
Where'd my horse go? Butterscotch! Butterscotch! <laughs> <laughs> that moment where, where Tina calls out butterscotch. It's so innocent and earnest. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also the little, like, go on. <laughs> go on. So they they do continue this joke when they're leaving, but it was this moment for me that I thought was so funny. Yeah, just like before he's even done screaming butterscotch, she's <laughs> calling out butterscotch too. <laughs> okay. Love you, teen. I'm really glad you remembered to bring up that moment because, yeah, we both cracked up and we've seen this episode so many times. I know. And it's just like little things like that that make I wasn't Bosberger's, expecting it. Yeah, so rewatchable. <laughs> All right, hit me with your last fun fact. I have two more. Um, one is that this episode takes place in around early June, apparently. This is from fandom and the internet sleuths. Okay. Because Critter at the very end says they're going up to Laconia, New Hampshire for bike week. Oh. And this is a real life event which takes place over nine days and ends on Father's Day. Oh. So we can just assume that that's... The kids don't go to school today. You're right. It yeah. Could, it's summertime, yeah. Yeah. There's no mention of that. We could just assume it was a weekend, but yeah. We could. And one last thing I want to talk about is a little bit of more continuity. Did you know Bob does not like cilantro? <gasps> no. He's one of those maybe where they've, he's got the, where it tastes like soap to mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Because in Earsy Rider, which is season three, episode one, mm-hmm. one of his burgers of the day Mm-hmm is the Say It Ain't Cilantro Burger. Comes with no cilantro because cilantro is terrible. In this episode, uh-huh. Gene says that Bob hates cilantro. I wonder if that's like someone's personal preference on the show and it got written in. I'm sure. Maybe it's Holly Schlesinger's. Maybe. Should we see? Who, who, who wrote Earsy Rider? Not Holly Schlesinger. <laughs> so totally worth Dan, it. That was Dan Feibel and Rich Rinaldi. Okay. That being said, it's quite possible she wrote the burger of the day for that episode i don't know who knows maybe they have interns doing it i don't know but gene says and you don't like cilantro that's when they're creating a character for bob but still uh-huh. that is so interesting i think it's something to kind of like keep an eye on yeah i love cilantro we eat cilantro yeah, all the time we go through like two a, bundles a week yeah we don't think it tastes like soap at all should we get into the end credits yeah, but you just blew my mind with the cilantro fact about Bob. I feel so much closer to him now. Yeah. One other thing I want to say is that uvula watch yeah. has clearly been suspended. I did not see a uvula in this episode. I think they went crazy with it when they first started doing uvulas, and now they've kind of like calmed down with them. Maybe the uvulas were making someone uncomfortable. Possible. But I do, when we get to sit down with the movie once it's streaming, which is maybe even when this episode's up. Uh, I want to sit down and do a uvula count for one of our watches. Uh, Just sidebar. Mm. I have the most amazing hidden fact about the movie that I didn't share in Skylar's sides this week um, because I want to just fact check it and get it perfectly right. So I need to watch the movie again, but I cannot wait. Oh, something to look forward to. Yep. Um, Okay. So the last moment before the end credits is Critter and Mudflap and Sidecar have come to the restaurant just to say thank you. Critter just finished the day at his tech job. His like Best Buy-esque job. Yes, and yeah. let me tell you, the shirt. Red shirt. Blue logo. Yeah. 
kind of crushes your soul a little bit. Yeah, you feel bad for Critter, but he seems to be okay. And they are impressed by Linda being able to get Sidecar to nap. They don't know how she did it, but she did it. And then we'll get into the end credits. And Linda, you got Sidecar to nap yesterday. I did! Incredible. Question, will you watch him next weekend while we drive up to Laconia, New Hampshire for bike week and go absolutely nuts? Uh, no. Please. No, no, Please. no. Please, worth a shot. I could do it. Hi, Sidecar. No, team, go! So there was that Laconia, New Hampshire line there. Tell me what happens as we get into the end credits here. Okay. We have the classic kitchen end credits. We have Tina and Louise prepping burgers. We have Bob. But what are we hearing over the end credits? This very like um, rock biker music. And it's just Critter talking, saying, talking on the butt phone on repeat. Talking on the butt phone. Yeah, he's singing it. If you don't remember what the butt phone is, he he uses his one call to Bob on the regular phone, and then there is an an illegal. That's not the word I'm saying. Like a uh, contraband. A, yes, I've, I've been that. watching. I've been watching a lot of Oz when Skylar's asleep. You know it. Oh, <laughs> '90s jail shows. Yeah, that someone snuck in there in their butt. And it's the butt phone, and Critter holds it away as if he does not want to press. Yeah, the he's butt touching phone as to little face. as possible, and and they share it. It's a communal butt phone. That's very nice. It's very nice for someone to have snuck that in and kind of like share it. Yeah, not be selfish. Like I did this. I carried this in my butt to get in here. It's mine. Yep, absolutely. Go um, ahead, use it, Critter. So the girls are jamming to the song. Bob is jamming to the song. Tina's doing her like head nod where her hair kind of swings that I love so much. And then Tina, just watching Tina, my calves burn with a thousand fires because she's doing these like calf raised dance thing again. A thousand fires. Speaking of always sunny, you sound like Dennis. That's who I was channeling. <laughs> the rage of a thousand fires. Let's see what else happens here. What happened there? Critter and Mudflap go from the right to left side of the window, dancing. Critter's like... Through the restaurant, yeah. Pumping arms. Sidecar is also pumping arms. And I think Mudflap is doing a one-arm dance. Yeah. So I'm guessing it feels like it is playing within the restaurant. Yes, and this feels like it happened kind of like right after the episode ended because they were over there, Mudflap and Critter. Exactly. So do you think that while he was waiting, Critter was waiting for Bob to sell his bike, all the people who were in that holding cell were like, should we record a song? And they're like, talking on a butt phone. Yeah, I don't know where they have the music and the intro, I guess. Well, how did they they play this? Or, Or, you know, maybe this is... Butt phones are a theme in his life, and Critter has recorded this previously. I feel like Gene and Critter sat down, and mm-hmm. Gene says, "We need to make a butt phone song." And I somehow his keyboard can come up, yeah, with you. this kind of like music, this okay. generic like rock music. And uh, Critter just said, "Talking on the butt phone." I love it. Yeah. So they didn't leave after Linda said, "No, I will not babysit for you." They made a little music. Yeah. 
They hung out for a little while. And uh, we get a big, one of those big burger flips from Bob, who's dancing. Love it. And let's see what else happens here. Linda came and picked up the burger from the window doing, she loves these arm punches in front of her, turns around and does the turkey peck dance with her neck. Yeah, which you say she loves it, but I'm going to point out now that these are the exact same I knew they the were. family is doing that they do in the end credit sequence for Sacred Couch, which was a few episodes ago. You didn't have to tell me because yeah. I have a bone to pick with these end yeah. credits because Spoiler, Gene is about to come out. He's doing the same thing. The family is all pretty much doing the same exact thing that they were doing you in those episodes. Only notice in that episode. If you had a podcast about the end credit sequences yeah. and we just did it. Yep. A few weeks ago and these episodes weren't separated by so much and now the Bob's Creators are like, God damn it. God damn it. Oh, and I'm I gonna wouldn't... I'm gonna hold that against them, sorry. For our oh, scoring. Just well, I, I was going to mention it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so obvious. There are things I really like about this, but I was disappointed in that. Let's finish these up and then we'll the, deep dive. The crew's like, um, so you like that we managed to squeeze an improv, even though animation is hard to do every week. But so we squeezed in some improv for you, but we didn't have time to do the end credits. So we just used another one, but you want your improv. <laughs> They're mad at us. They're mad. They're very angry. They're mad. This is why we need to get someone in the art department or in the animation department to come on our podcast because, like I said, this does actually tie back to the improv conversation. Animation production moves very quickly. There have to be some times when it's like we don't have time to do new animation for the end credits. It just, it's television. It has to happen, you know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. If you are someone who works on Bob's Burgers or has worked on Bob's Burgers and you want to come on here, or if you know someone and you want them to come on here and chat with us, we would love to chat a little bit and pick pick your brain and just hear how these end credit sequences come together. Just put it out there. Come find us. We're we're contact-able. Hell yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get back into these. Just call us on our butt phone. Um, I think I see... A little bit of ice pick about to make an appearance. Oh, now that's exciting. I forgot about that. (laughs) Tina's like not really on the music. Yeah, Tina's kind of off. Maybe because she was dancing to a different song. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, what happens in that little stretch there we see ice pick dancing which is teddy reincarnated i'd like to think Mm -hmm. and then we see kenny the preppy biker wannabe what is he doing he comes in in his red bandana and he's he tries to dance with like ice pick and he gets a little too into it and ice pick kind of dances off and kenny opens his eyes and realizes that ice pick is gone it's okay bud as gene like you said comes in from in his, his normal entrance from the right side of the screen in the kitchen. And he's dancing just like he was in Sacred Couch. The leg kicks out, the punching the sky move. Yeah. And those are the end credits to Wag the Hog. Mm-hmm. Highlights, lowlights the song, for these end credits. I really like the song. It does make me want to dance. It's snappy. It's gonna, we're gonna be singing it all day long. It definitely is an earworm. Yes, it's this. I love the style. That's my highlight. I agree. My highlight is going to be that it 
feels like an old school mm. end credit sequence because it's so simple, you know? Um, just having the family dance and then like have all these characters from the episode kind of mm-hmm. like just dancing by. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Low Light is just repeating something we just saw a few episodes ago in the end credit sequence. It might have been funnier if they were just prepping. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I would hold that against them more or hold them hold this against them. I don't know. It's it 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 bothers me. Mm-hmm. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. I'm gonna give them a seven. Oh, I'm gonna go much lower, I think. Okay. I'm gonna give them well not much lower. I'm gonna give them a five. Wow. I'm gonna give them a five. It's just like I like the talking on the butt phone song, but I really am upset about the same dance moves that it. we just saw. Even if we just like switched up the dance moves just a little bit. Yes. But like there's such like specific dance moves that we saw in that episode so with, the, with Linda fist punching and doing that turkey peck and Bob flipping the burger mm-hmm. and Jean's moves that Tina's. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah. It, it just I was a little upset by that. One of the other highlights that I forgot to mention is Critter in his work polo is very funny to me. He's wearing that as he's dancing around. That's true. I do like him in his little work polo. It's really funny. And I like the little Kenny appearance. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please follow us on social media. Bob's Credits. We're everywhere. You can follow me personally. I'm at Oh Hello It's Max on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Skylar personally. No Crying and Cooking on Instagram, and go check out our shop. We cannot wait to see what y'all are drawn to. Yeah, we have so many us. more ideas. We have, yeah, we have, Skylar's mentioned before that we're going to have kind of holiday-themed stuff. So, yeah, go check it out, bobscredits.com backslash shop. Anything else you want to say to everyone before we get out of here? Stay butterscotchy. Did you like that biscuit? Butterscotch! <laughs> oh, biscuit! Biscuit looked around for that. Biscuit, biscuit was like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, there's a missing horse named Butterscotch. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company. They offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.